Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is Seth Geis and from the Pastina Studio, John McTavish. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great, man. How are you doing, Aaron? Uh, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, my daughter's Good. home sick from school today, uh, so that's awesome. a that's bummer. Boring. So we'll see how this goes. But, uh, but I mean, it's school doesn't actually start till tomorrow, so she was right. going to go to the YMCA. But uh, we'll see if this if she starts the new year <laughs> at home. Get her some, uh, get her a big bowl of hot fun. You know, just sweat that out. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. So today we are talking about the foundation Matapa Maduro Robusto. Uh, cigars five inch by fifty comes out of the Tabacalera AJ factory, <laughs> Tabacalera AJ Fernandez factory in Nicaragua. Uh, wrapper is Ecuadorian Sumatra, binder is Connecticut Broadleaf, and the filler is Nicaragua Esteli and Jalapa. It is blended by Nicholas Malo. Price point is fifteen dollars and fifty cents. Cigars released in October of two thousand and twenty three, and we picked these cigars up from Corona Cigar Company. So if you are in Florida and near one of the locations, be sure to stop in for a cigar and a libation. But if you are not, you can give them a call. You can go to the website. You can look through the catalog, place an order, and they will ship it to you very quickly. Very quickly. All right. So with all that out of the way, Seth, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Do I have to? You do, unfortunately. Yeah, man. Um, Listen, really a lot of pepper spice right up front. Um, (laughs) Got some barnyard tobacco qualities really rich earth felt like a crappy ecuadorian sumatra wrapper was just taking a shit in my mouth um medium to medium full strength body kind of rocks that way to the first and second third um final third was really 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 harsh um it got bad so it was just unpleasant um so i just you know kind of put that down and yeah john it's a good looking cigar i'll tell you that it is it is that band looks fucking great man um you know i actually uh i actually had a pretty decent first third um tobacco sweetness earth wood a little bit of uh kind of an interesting spice medley on the post draw like light plus uh those spices rapidly built up to medium and and pushed into the retrohale and then uh, I got like a really, and Seth was alluding to this, just a huge amount of heavy earth in the palate and the post draw, um, almost overwhelming in the post draw. And then that earth uh, kind of stabilized with the spices and they kind of find a, found a nice middle ground, a little light chocolate on the retrohale, uh, and then sweet tobacco in the center of the retrohale to give my palate a break. Um, so, you know, that was a fairly intense start to the first third. Uh, all downhill from there, um, second, third, creamy chocolate, medium spices, and then spices and wood in the post draw. Uh, but then as the profile kind of settled in, just really medium strength wood throughout the profile. And I mean, there was fleeting moments of chocolate and spices in the retro hill, but it was really just wood. And then last third, uh, wood, tobacco, sweetness, um, you know, a little bit of medium spices in the retro hill, but it was short lived. Uh, again, you know, I would call the last third kind of earth sweetness spices, um, and not in a good way. Uh, the unfortunate thing is I had no end of burn issues. Um, let's count them. Um, wavy start. I had to do a relight in the first third, had to do a relight in the second third, had to do a relight in the last third. Um, 
you never want to see that. Uh, I, you know, I, I, my smoking time wasn't an issue here. Just it's one of those things where you take a puff, you set it down for five seconds, you take another puff and it's out and you're like, what? Um, draw had some resistance to it, roughly two to two and a half notches into the resistance spectrum, which kind of makes sense. It's a pretty aggressive box press. Um, not, not, not good. Not, not a good profile. Not a good experience. Uh, Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, this is going to start with toasted cedar, baking spice, and light earth. Got some mustiness that joined in pretty quickly. Uh, later, the baking spice transitioned to sharp black pepper. Uh, second, third, so the black pepper lose the sharpness. Then the final third saw a light metallic bitterness kind of join the profile. Um, average flavor profile throughout. It was pretty unbalanced with some sharp flavors. Um, I had the same burn issues that you did, John. Uh, wavy burn with a relight in each third. So that was um, not, you know, not, not, a, not a bright spot for the cigar. Um, I think uh, the Claro version had a bit of a better showing for me, but um, I wouldn't see myself like, coming back to this cigar. Um, expensive for Robusto, burn issues, not typical out of this factory. Um, flavor just weren't wasn't there. It was unbalanced. It it just not it was not a fun time. You you had um, a better a better smoking experience with the Claro. I did. Wow. I did. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into the scores. We're going to start at the top with June, who wasn't able to join us, a 5.75. Uh, John gave it a 5.4. I gave it a 5.2. Seth gave it a 4.43. Uh, so, John, how'd your 5.4 match up for you? When I go through my notes, uh, I feel like I'm actually being a little generous. I feel like my conclusion was probably one of those where it was right on the cusp of, instead of being average, subpar. Um, because, you know, the, the burn issue kind of put it over the put it at the top for me. I mean, the, the flavor profile was really average, but that burn experience just really made the whole thing kind of unpleasant, but, uh, we'll leave it at the five, four for now. Yeah. My 5.2 matches up. Well, um, average flavor profile throughout, uh, construction was not good. Um, kind of gets it just down to those low fives, but yeah, nothing, no redeeming qualities about the cigar. Not for that. Uh, yeah. So 4.43. It was pretty rude. It was pretty rough, man. It just was. This was just. I can't remember who's it said. Who is it that said like this? Just looked like re, re, rejected blends from another company that you know. Yeah, it was you, John. We won't name the other company about it, but it's just like <laughs> this is just. That's just crap, man. It, it and and I think you know it's because listen, we smoked a lot of stuff from Nick, and he's put out a lot of good stuff. Um, so. You know, I'm, it's not hyperbole when I say my my experience was a little shocking. Like, if if you'd given me this cigar and I didn't know who it was, and then afterwards you told me this was Nick who blended this, I would have been like, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Nick. Like, no, it's from Foundation. Like, no, no, this doesn't this doesn't match his blending profile at all. So, like, I don't know what happened, but um, you know, you know the crappy thing about it is too. Even if you did tell me it was Nick, then I would ask you, did this come out of Tabsa? Like that's the next thing I'd ask. <laughs> that is, that is I know that's ask. really shitty, but it's like, <laughs> but you sure this isn't Topsa? Yeah. But you would believe it came out of AJ. No, not with this construction. Oh, that's true. That's true. AJ does have good construction. So that is, that is a bit shocking. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Thank you for correcting me. All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe and check out the full written review on the website, developingpalace.com. You can follow us on all the social media channels and catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Hakuna Matapa.